2: Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Even God is involved in the election today as we have a total lunar eclipse occurring on Election Day. We do have a full red blood blue harvest milk moon happening tonight. Wow. And a full lunar eclipse to start the day, depending on where you live, you will see it or not. The next time we have a lunar eclipse on an election day won't happen for 372 years. What? Wait, So what? enjoy the one today. The next one will be November 8th, 2,394. Uh, I hate to sound like that historian the other day who was predicting the demise of various things, but I'm not sure we're going to be having elections on the first Tuesday of the month. <laughs> 400 years from now.
2: Well, and I don't want to be a pessimist, but I, I, I don't like my chances of being here to see it. You know, it's funny you should bring that it's up. It's a beaver moon. We've got a full beaver moon happening tonight. What does that mean? It builds dams? It's got a flat tail? What? What? I don't know. Yeah, it's just some... Never mind. Some tribe at some point in the last 300 years referred to it as the beaver moon because this is when the beavers are mating or whatever. It's got nothing to do with me. Hot, hot beaver love get a room you beavers anyway uh you know i was contemplating the full moon the other day when it was visible the almost full moon and i thought now maybe i'm just speaking for myself but tell me if i'm wrong you don't get blasé about a big bright beautiful full moon it fills me with wonder every single time yeah i'm not exactly sure why but it does and and we're old and bitter um, and yet a beautiful full moon is still you, you behold it with wonder I always you, you,
3: I did this last night. I always do it. I walk away from my house over to the park where it's extra dark and uh, enjoy the full moon always because I just find fantastic. it fascinating yeah for some reason yeah. mm. anyway when I howl moon. I strip off my clothes oh, I howl oh, I run oh, around boy. on all fours
2: oh, oh boy
3: I usually oh boy kill and, a, on at least. kill and eat
2: kill and eat some sort of live beast Wow well, that's good. It's better than doom scrolling through Twitter all day. You get back to your primitive self. It's healthy. You know, I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I could make zillions of dollars if I start some sort of uh, the Primal Man camp. Well, it's kind Where of. Like I have those... some sort of screed about technology and then sure. blah blah blah, and how important it is to get back to our primal selves and <laughs> throw on loin claws and eat raw meat and stuff.
3: Well, it'd be similar to that crowd that on sunny days gets naked and turns themselves upside down to. Oh boy. Get vitamin D on your uh, your yeah. your
2: nether regions. Mm, mm, mm. Can't hurt, I suppose, but <laughs> I don't know. Not that flexible. So in uh the news of the world I found a couple of things very, very interesting. Number one, uh we mentioned Yevgeny Prigosen uh last week. He's the fellow who heads up the Wagner group, that somewhat shadowy, brutal uh, mercenary organization that's doing a lot of the fighting in Ukraine, or at least the, the more effective fighting. Um, he's uh, he's a buddy of Putin and the Kremlin and the rest of it. Well, uh, several media outlets are making a big deal of the fact that he said on Monday, duh, I do interfere in U.S. elections. We have interfered, we are interfering, and we'll continue to interfere carefully, accurately, surgically, and in our own way, as we know how to do. Interesting. I found that was interesting. I also, it it, it crept into my mind that, you know, they're aware of how we tore ourselves apart over the Russian collusion hoax and that merely saying, oh, we are interfering like crazy. Uh, This time in favor of he flips a coin, uh, Biden, we are interfering in favor of Biden. And then they just sit back and let us, you know, stab each other. Uh, politically speaking, um, and so I don't doubt that they're interfering, but merely saying they're interfering right. is interfering with our society because we're so we're like hungry bass in a pond leaping at the lure. And then he said, during our pinpoint operations, we will remove both kidneys and the liver at once. Uh What was that a metaphor or literally? He did not elaborate on the cryptic comment. Well, uh, the the brother of a gal that my sister works with uh, went on a, a business trip to Reno, and he was drinking in the hotel bar. And the next thing he knew, uh, he woke up in his hotel room in a tub full of ice with uh, Evgeny Prigosin looming over him and told him, I've removed both kidneys and liver at once. So what is during the, my pinpoint operation. So the actual urban legend is you wake up in a tub
3: full of ice and there's a mm-hmm. note next to the tub that says call
2: 911. Call your uh, you're, both of your kidneys have been removed <laughs> by a criminal kidney harvesting gang.
3: Because <laughs> yes. barbaric. Because of the people that are going around <laughs> drugging people in hotel bars. Yes, then and dragging them to their rooms uh, harvesting whatever. their kidneys. Exactly. Are <laughs> kind enough to put you in a tub full of ice and leave a note for you to make sure. Oh, yeah, they're, they hope they're, they're not okay. murderers. They, they, they just are, want to sell
2: your kidneys. They're not
3: monsters. They just right. drug you in bars and take <laughs> organs out of you against your will. They're not crazy people. <laughs> they leave a nice, kindly note. Exactly. Call 911.
1: Your right.
2: kidneys have been harvested. Change your dressings once a day. Look for signs of infection, which include heat, redness, etc. Yes, Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had something to say. Sorry. No. All right. So, uh. Uh so you got uh, that. The other big Russia Ukraine story I want to get to is uh Volodymyr Zelensky made a heck of a uh, a statement just seconds ago I think or minutes ago. Uh and we'll hit you with that after a word from our friends at Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Uh, Judy and I got our Hello Fresh shipment last night. We get 3 dinners per week and we're trying to decide whether to do this really great sounding pasta dish uh tonight it's, uh, or or these spicy shrimp tacos. And so we're going to decide after the show, Uh, but HelloFresh, so much variety, it's it, it saves you money, and you're not stuck wondering what the heck to have for dinner.
3: Delivered right to your door, skip that extra grocery store trip, relax, and enjoy this special time of the year if you're starting to get ready for holiday stuff and everything like that. Over 35 weekly recipes to
2: choose from, there's always something new to try, saves you a lot of money, too. It's pre-portioned ingredients, easy-to-follow recipes, makes getting dinner on the table a snap. It actually saves you money. It's uh, 25% less expensive than takeout. It's even cheaper than grocery shopping. Get started today. You're going to save 65% off plus free shipping to get you introduced. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong 65 for 65% off and free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash armstrong65. That's the code that gets you the 65% off. Jot it down. Remember this. You're going to love it as much as we do. Hellofresh.com slash armstrong65. actually got a nice email the other day from somebody who ordered HelloFresh because they heard us recommend it and is just absolutely loving it. So glad to hear it. Anyway, uh, so back to the news. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said he was open to negotiations with Russia if they are focused on safeguarding Ukraine's territorial integrity, compensating Kyiv, and bringing to justice perpetrators of war crimes. He was speaking to the Global Climate Summit in Egypt, and he said late yesterday, quote, anyone who treats seriously the climate agenda should just as seriously treat the necessity of immediately stopping Russian aggression, resuming our territorial integrity, and forcing Russia into genuine peace talks. One more time, restoration of territorial integrity. Respect for the U.N. Charter, compensation for all material losses caused by the war, punishment for every war criminal, and guarantees that this does not happen again. Those are completely understandable conditions. Sure. And U.S. officials have said, hey, it's up to Ukraine to define the terms of any acceptable settlement. And that's what they've said. So I don't see that happening.
3: No, I don't either.
2: I don't either. So, uh,
3: same part of the world, Ukraine, Ann Applebaum, who I've read uh, at least one of her books. She writes a lot of articles. She's an expert on Ukraine and that sort of thing. She's writing for The Atlantic. And her headline was, The West is Enabling Putin's Nuclear Threats. And I just started into the article, and it's pretty damned interesting. Maybe I'll bring you more of it uh, tomorrow or in coming days. But here's uh, the main point. We have let fear, nuclear fear, warp our policy toward Ukraine and toward the war and we don't even know if it works, our policy. What if our caution is actually emboldening Putin to escalate? What if our restraint makes him believe our commitment to Ukraine is weak? What if we are doing more harm than good by giving in to his fear? And it's just the idea that he has ruled Russia this way since he took over as an old KGB guy. He just scares people into complying. You know, doctors speak out. He has a couple thrown out the window. They shut up. Um, yeah. And is that what he's doing with the world now?
2: Well, she's either right or she's wrong. Right, and that's the difficulty. Sure, obviously. Although I don't know, I've heard several people whose voices seemed both authoritative and reasonable say, "Putin's not going to resort to nukes. That would be that would be the end." Even China saying, "No, nobody's doing that." So, you know my my concern about that possibility kind of goes up and down almost uh, as if it was with the tide.
3: Well, that's caused but, yeah, by the beautiful full moon. Well well, okay, that that seems like to be more of an argument toward her., uh, what she's saying is so we're holding back on a variety of weapons. The world is holding back on help for Ukraine over the fear of uh, he'll see this as an escalation or war with NATO or whatever. And it's given him a great advantage. If we don't think he's going to do it, if China's warned him, and give him whatever, give Ukraine whatever the frig they need.
2: You know, like I say, she's either right or she's wrong. And and you might think she's definitely right or probably right. Putin's a hell of a good poker player. That's how he's gotten to where he is.
3: He is. Let me hit you with uh, a couple of quick things here. Um, I'll
2: just read this first paragraph. I don't appreciate that phrase "hit you with." I think it it, it encourages violence. I don't feel safe.
3: Most of the time when heads of state talk about nuclear war, they speak in careful measured tones, acknowledging the gravity of the nuclear taboo and the consequence of breaking it. The Russian president takes a different approach. Speaking at his annual foreign policy conference a few years ago, Vladimir Putin reflected without smiling on the consequences of a nuclear war. We will go to heaven as martyrs and they will just drop dead. At the same conference last month, basically following up from those statements, he was asked... You said that we would all go to heaven, but we're, no, we're in no hurry to get there, right? Putin did not answer. Seconds ticked by. The reporter said, you've stopped to think. That's disconcerting. Putin responded, I did it on purpose to make you worry. Exactly. He's good at that. Yeah. He gets a kick out of it, doesn't he? What a bastard. F him. Hope he drops dead. Well, you know, we we're talking about a guy who, a meteor went through his house and killed his dog. Out of nowhere. Why does a meteor hit Putin in the head? <laughs> Bad things don't happen to dictators.
2: Only God knows the answer to that question, Jack. Why a meteor didn't hit Putin in the head, God knows the answer to that? Right, that's an a excellent question. We'll break down the Indiana
3: 6th District, see what the oh issues boy. were, play some of the debate highlights. No, we won't?
2: Okay. If you got a shotgun and you point it at me, I'll do it. <laughs> Otherwise, no. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
4: Show. Well, with the midterm elections tomorrow, there's not much time left to learn about the candidates, so we thought we'd help you out by showing you all of their campaign ads at once. It's time for a campaign cram. Here we go. Hi. Hello. I'm
1: running for Congress. Because in this country, we make breakfast. And I shot my mom. For no good reason at all. It was sneaky. Why? Right. I don't care. She was a racist. racist. And I am damn proud of it. So for some reason, I approve this message.
2: Oh, yeah. That's kind of funny. the right There you go. Probably is informed. Combined all those chunks of ads and it it turned into nonsense. (laughs) And I'm sure
3: you're as informed as if you had heard them all in their entirety. God, political ads are so freaking misleading. Oh, yeah. I I tune them out of my head. Uh, I probably shouldn't say this out loud since radio stations make gazillions of dollars off of political ads. I don't think you'll talk the entire political establishment out of running those ads. Um, and and then it gets to what we were talking about yesterday, why lies stick in your head, or just information sticks in your head, whether it's true or not. But every ad is so shaded, uh, so
2: spun, that it's, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. What yeah, is. I, I will occasionally see them and think that could be true. <laughs>
3: yeah, that might be true, might not be
2: true, I don't have any idea. Might be partially true.
3: This might be, uh, we're going to do a Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, total update here real quick, Gladys, so... Stretch? No, uh, i'm just asking just asking her to stretch before she does the <laughs> drum roll, which would it would seem she already
2: did. She doesn't have her hearing aids in.
3: Yeah, put your aids in. Put your let me sign languager. Oh, put your hearing aids in. And then we'll, <laughs> what do you think of my sign language? Is that pretty good? <laughs> yeah. uh, Am I supposed to steal third? <laughs> what was that? Anyway, so we'll get a total here pretty quick. Um, This might be an important number out, an NBC poll. Do you consider yourself to be more of a supporter of Donald Trump or more of a supporter of the Republican Party? You might remember, over the last several years, it's been overwhelmingly more Trump than Republican. Mm -hmm. It is now the result, I'm more Trump 30%, more GOP 62%. So it's switched to two-thirds to one-third party over Trump. It's the lowest ever number since they've been asking this question. So.
2: A couple of interesting developments to me. Uh, Trump unleashed that Ron DeSantis line, um, and he has not repeated it. In fact, he's referred to the governor of Florida as Ron DeSantis multiple times since then. I think he got some really, really bad feedback on that. And you had a couple of major Republican donors say, hey, it's time to move on. So, hmm. That 30% are, are still with him, and probably will be till the end of time. But And 30% might easily be a large
3: enough number for you to get the nomination.
2: Depending on how the Republican establishment responds. You remember how the Democratic establishment dealt with Bernie two times in a row. Right. So it is doable.
3: This headline just came across. Elizabeth Holmes, the uh, fraudulent whatever she was. She's just a fraud. Um, she has been denied a new trial, so she's going to be sentenced on November 18th. She's going to be lying in the big house. I don't know how long she's in prison.
2: That's the, uh, the would-be, blonde-headed, young female Steve Jobs gal who uh, was, uh, headed up Theranos. She turned out to be fraudulent. The female Steve Jobs she was billed just, at
3: every time she was on Charlie Rose. Just one single drop of blood, and my dog Baltico will, uh, or whatever his name is, will... Sniff out whether you have one of 300 diseases. What a phony. Really an amazing story. And just came across this joke. It's uh, floating around Twitter for some reason. What if slugs are just snails going through a divorce? She got the house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who is that for? I don't know. Recently divorced gardeners? I don't know. So feel good story. A great story about men in their community who saw the kids going the wrong way mm. and said, dads matter, and are making a tremendous difference. Can't wait to bring you that. That is fantastic. Oh, and
3: we forgot to get to a total on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Oh, idiot. Promise to, sorry, Gladys, you stretched for
0: nothing. Rub some sab on those muscles. If you miss an hour, get the podcast.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I
3: was going to talk briefly at some point about I got a flat tire in my Tesla and what a pain in the uh, life that has been. And only because um, I think it speaks to just, I mean, it's the most successful electric car company in the world. And we're being told we have to go electric and all these things. And it just, there are problems. So more on that later. Um we're raising money this week for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. If you don't know what that is, stay tuned. You'll learn more about it this week. We have a goal of a half million dollars by close of business on Friday, which is a pretty aggressive goal. And uh, we would like to see, we always get a slow start. We, 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 we know that, we expect that. Um, but this is an interesting year. We live in the spicy times. You've all, you, we've all looked at our 401ks and our college kids, our kids' college fund, and all that different stuff, and it ain't what it used to be.
2: Yeah, spicy times. People are a little
3: concerned. Yep. But when we give a total, we usually have Gladys do a drum roll. Gladys, stretch if you can, please, because Gladys, Gladys likes us doing the military uh, charities like this because she is a World War One vet herself,
2: and yeah, she she she's the one who recommended uh, All Quiet on the Western Front to me.
3: Yeah, she played the drum on the Psalm during the uh, yeah the trench warfare. Anyway, Gladys, if you could hit us with a drum roll, please. Our current total. With a goal, again, of a half a million dollars, we're at $37,559. Oh, that is a slow start. I mean, if you're huh. going to just even it out, you'd have to raise hundred grand a day for five days to get to $500,000. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're at thirty-seven a day and a half in, so we're a little behind.
2: Well, and every contribution counts, and we appreciate very much those of you who've given to help support our warriors when they need it most. And don't, don't gloss over and give to the wrong organization it's warrior foundation freedom station just go to com. that's how you give we'll make it easy for you and we promise you this is a four-star charity charity navigator says they give them like the highest possible ranking for being responsible and transparent
3: gladys hit me with a story that was tmi about a young winston churchill but maybe more on that later oh
2: boy oh Oh, boy. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Anyway, moving along quickly, probably not quickly enough. Uh, Love this story. We brought this to you last year, and uh, uh, the BBC did an update on it recently, and we're going to share part of that with you in a moment or two. But it has to do with dads on duty. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana area, um, uh, Southwood High School, Uh, shortly after the school year started last year, Two groups of boys brawled in the courtyard. following day, two groups of girls picked up where the boys had left off. In a mere two days, 23 students were in police custody. Various people charged with uh, kids. A battery allegedly hitting an assistant principal. Another was charged with threatening a resource officer, a staff member. And so a couple of the dads in the community said, we have to do something about this. We're dads. The best people to take care of our kids are who? Us. And so they started an organization called Dads on Duty. And I think the BBC does a pretty good job of explaining who they are and what they're doing. Um, But uh, this program is still going strong. And it was striking that a number of you good folks saw the report and said, guys, you ought to talk about this. Because, as you know, uh, it's unimaginable to me to imagine a, a world without moms. And likewise, dads. Dads are so important. Little boys need dads or a a male role model if one's not around. And I tell you what, I'll make you this challenge when you talk about little girls and dads. I will go off looking for a unicorn and you go off looking for a stripper or sex worker who says, yeah, I had a great relationship with my dad. And we'll see who comes back first. Perhaps an overstatement on my point, but I think you see what I'm driving at. At any rate, let's uh, go to Ben Wyatt of the BBC talking about Dads on Duty.
6: When Southwood High had a problem with students fighting, they turned to dad
1: power. Y'all ready to have a good day at school?
6: The Dads on Duty are a team of volunteer fathers who mingle with the students, spreading positive violence. It's led to a reduction in violence.
1: Go Go to class. Go to class. Go to class. Go to class.
6: The dads are given a security vetting, but they aren't there to break up fights.
1: We come into the overall fold not to be security here. We come to bring positive presence because it is very difficult to learn in an environment where you have violence and people bullying.
2: So we have a great deal more. Any comment, Jack? Uh, so That's far? just so great. So I know. Great. I love it. It gets even better to roll on, Michael.
6: In 2021, there were a number of violent incidents at the school. So the teachers and parents got together to find a solution. They felt the students needed a positive male presence. And the students seemed to like the dads being around.
1: Most of the dads are like our race, so we Ooh. just can connect more, because I know they didn't experience some of the stuff I didn't experience. Cause they like, they nice, you know what I'm saying? And I guess it's real good for them to come do things like that for us. They know how to
6: communicate better than the teachers and stuff. 70% of U.S. schools reported violent incidents in 2020, but the dads think extra police isn't always the answer.
1: Like their friends might be like, man, you a snitch, you know, because you sitting there talking to the police. I don't look at them as they bad kids or they uh, disrupted. Yeah, at some time where they loud and aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they want is love. Just somebody just tell them, hey, love you. You know, have a nice day. That
2: is fantastic. Yeah, and there's there's a little more to it. That's uh, that's interesting. There that's missing something that I heard. But um ah uh, the, the the point of it is. They are there to be a male role model, and I've watched a fair amount of video of them interacting with the kids. Um, And what it boils down to is a whole lot of this is what I expect. And it's delivered with a smile and, and never-ending dad jokes and teasing, hey, your shoelace is untied. I made you look that sort of silliness. But the message is this is what I expect. And it's from the very, very positive. Expect you to go to class. You have a great day. Uh, Great to see you. You know, I expect a little eye-to-eye contact, a little uh, friendliness, a little positive vibes to. I expect you not to be fighting each other. Okay? It's male role models delivering expectations to kids. Probably
3: teaching toxic masculinity. So, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's working beautifully. And I just, I think it's great. Now, this happens to be a predominantly black high school, and these guys are mostly are all black uh, dads. It doesn't matter. I mean, maybe that's acutely needed in the black community. You've seen the statistics, and they're highly troubling. Uh, But I think it's needed in every community. Uh, Let's go ahead and finish that report, Michael.
6: 82. The dads have lots of support in the local community.
1: Once those dads organized together and went and showed their presence at the schools, like a switch turned on, and the fights just stopped.
6: There's been some more trouble at the school this term, but the mayor believes the dads are having a positive impact.
1: You got to be like living on Mars if you don't think there's distrust between the African-American community or low-income communities and, and police officers. And that's why fathers coming in is a completely different scenario. They now
6: plan to put dads on duty in all 58 schools across the city. That's awesome.
2: Yep, absolutely terrific.
6: How about something nice on
3: election day? before we get to the anger, distrust, and dystopia of tonight and tomorrow.
2: You know, the other aspect of that that I really like is the government didn't provide the solution. They didn't look to the government to provide the solution. They looked to the community to help out each other. The schools looked to the parents. Hey, we got this uh, concern. It wasn't a government official with a gun on their hip or not. As the members of the community. I am afraid at times that we've lost that.
3: Would like to mention to anyone listening if you happen to be a fan of the Armstrong and Getty Show and did win the two point something billion dollars last night.
4: Powerball.
3: Remember all the free entertainment you got from the your old radio pals. <laughs> so don't, for, don't forget that
2: a gratuity is certainly appreciated. <laughs> yeah. I think just it's... carve off like two percent. Yeah, exactly.
3: I'm not asking for a lot.
2: Two percent. I... My God, you get, you, you give a waiter two percent, he'd be justified in chasing you out to your car and throwing it back at oh, you. He certainly right? gets to spit in your milkshake next time. Right. So, just out of curiosity, that's twenty million. That's two hundred million. Oh, it won't even go to two billion. All right. Let's. let's you have to turn times your phone sideways. .02. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. Seems odd, but. <laughs>
3: Um I came across an article about tipping the other day enough with the tipping already, and I thought, well, is this one this is somebody who's anti-tipping? No, it's somebody that's all for tipping waiters and waitresses and you know the things we've been tipping forever, but it it, it does seem they've added the whole would you like to tip to freaking everything you stick your credit card into. Everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm tipping you now? What? <laughs> it has gotten out of hand.
4: And they the need... minimums have gotten higher I've noticed
3: yeah well yeah I suppose to keep up with inflation but yeah the suggested the suggested tip at a lot of these places what you sug- that
2: that's extraordinary service what's your average service button? Yeah and just the whole I walked up to a register you turned around grabbed the bag and handed it to me I'm tipping you why <laughs> yeah yeah and I never know what to do and well they know this. I never know what to do
3: and I kind of in a panic I regularly tip way more than I should because you handed me the bag. It was sitting there.
2: Uh, Anyway, how do you? So if you were to carve us out two percent, it'd be 40 million dollars and it would be truly appreciated.
3: Sure. Absolutely. Remember all the free entertainment you got.
2: Yeah. And I would be happy to kick some of that to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Judy and I uh, give uh, rather aggressively every year, as you might expect. But uh, you you lay 40 mil on me. I'll carve off a little extra.
3: The a lot of numbers were announced this morning. You didn't win. So I'm not going to read them to you. So I'm pretty comfortable in knowing that. Uh, We do have a couple more things you do need to know about Election Day. here's, Here's one thing. Maybe you know this, but in case you don't, a tip for watching the results come in tonight, next.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: coverage is off the charts all day long i I don't know if there's an audience for that i mean cable news shows get such tiny audiences it's no indication that there's that's what people want well they Um, have an outsized influence blah 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 blah. yeah maybe they do i don't know anyway uh there'll be a lot of this on all your cable news channels today a lot of we'll go to the board and take a look at this and that we loved this last election cycle
4: Ohio's important. Everyone knows Ohio's important. You're going to go down here in the valley between Columbus and Pittsburgh. And then you got the Akron Triangle right here. Hillary Clinton carried this next to Canton. And then there's, of course, there's Wooster. But 1876, it was a different story. Orville. This is a problem for Orville. This is a problem for Biden. Trump carries these North Lawrence down over here, to, up here to Canal Footin. You're going to zoom in. You're going to zoom in and get up here to 9321 Triangle Circle. That's what they call it right around Nickajack Farms. Everyone knows that Nickajack Farms has always been carried Trump ever since 1884 when he only won 42 percent of the vote. We're going to go south. We're going to head our way south. We're going to zoom in a little bit. Right there, there's a green patch. We call this Elms Country Club. Back in the day, Elms Country Club is where, of course, Hamilton lost the duel with Washington. Everyone knows this is a huge Republican main state. We're going to back up a little bit. I never stop talking. I always just keep moving the map. We need more data. Of course, there's East Canton. East Canton, of course, runs east of Canton, which is just east of Massillon. And then Massillon's north of Nevers. Nav- and we all know that these are Republican hotspots. Perry Heights, Biden. Exiting polls say that the 620 620- 27 is backed up here all the way down to 77. I never stopped talking. I was told to keep talking. Never stopped talking. <laughs> keep moving the map.
2: Keep
3: moving the map. God, and every cable news
4: channel has that man or woman
3: doing that all day long. And if you like pointing that sort at the of-
2: circle triangle and the way that goes, <laughs> I'll really pretend the rest of the night for Democrats, Jim.
3: <laughs> and if you like that sort of thing, fine. I'm going to skip it and uh, talk about the results once they come in. But uh, a little tip in case you don't know it. Uh, I hope you're not offended if you do know it, because it's pretty elementary. But uh, Republicans tend to vote day of. Democrats tend to vote ahead of time. So you'll see election coverage tonight in which a lot of Republicans are winning a lot of places that over the rest of the evening or the next couple of days, those numbers will erode because they started counting the the mail-in ballots and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean... Um, that anything hinky is going on. It's just, you got the in-person voting, which leaned way Republican. Now you're starting to open up all the envelopes from the stuff that leaned way Democrat.
2: And check them for their dates and signatures and the rest of it. It's a time-consuming process.
3: Now, uh, Joe and I have argued bitterly over how important this election is, and I've been uh, making my argument
2: probably... I I say it's the most uh, important election of the year.
3: I've been making my argument over and over probably too many times that it's just that these things are so overblown. The Republicans are supposed the out of power party is supposed to win. If they didn't, it would be a disaster. If they do, it's just like it's like holding serve in tennis or getting a punt off or something. It's just what you're supposed to do. It doesn't necessarily mean anything it could. It'll take many election cycles to figure that out, but it doesn't necessarily mean freaking anything. No. But I do find this interesting that the Daily Beast, for instance, which is a liberal publication, one of their writers said, if the Dems lose big tonight, as it appears they might, it will be time to ask some serious questions. Um, The Daily Beast putting up progressive readers may have difficulty understanding this, but for much of the country, far left ideas and activists are more troubling than the crazy candidates and conspiracies on the right. Wow, that is a remarkable confession. And there have been a quite a number of your more mainstream Democrats saying, the country is not where Twitter is. The country is not into the pronouns and the Wimixen and Latinx and the everything's about transgender or whatever your thing is. That's not
2: where the country is. Oh, that reminds me. I really wanted to do this prior to now, but and we don't have time now, maybe tomorrow. The pronoun thing. You're thinking, oh, it's no big deal. It's just it's the way things are done these days. And no, going ahead and, and falling in line and doing the whole these are my pronouns thing is an enormous victory for the radical woke crowd. It's a huge victory. Don't give it to them. Well, and remember,
3: um, I had uh, conversations with people who work in... Uh, arenas where that's just considered common, the whole uh, pronouns thing, and I said, "It ain't where I work," and they were shocked. I said, "I think you'd be less likely to get hired if you submitted a resume with your pronouns on it than more likely," and they couldn't believe it. Well, I think well, that's they true. it was
2: more or less ubiquitous, right? Yeah, like yeah. They, was they, do- they were doing.
3: shocked that everybody wasn't doing. I said, "I right. think you're absolutely one hundred percent wrong about that." And yeah. uh, we took a whole bunch of texts and emails on that, which I think proved out to be true. And broadcasting from Northern California, right? And finding that most people don't do pronouns. How many pronouns are they putting on letterheads in uh, in
2: uh, Texas or Indiana or wherever else outside of college towns? Right, right, yeah, very, very rarely. And and again, I wish I had the time to get into this because it's once you think about it, it's it's really persuasive. Um. It, it's, it grants the idea, it agrees to the idea, that biological sex is meaningless. If I'm a she because I say I'm a she, and not because I'm a woman, well, then that accepts the fact that there's no reality to biological sex, and it's all an open question. You need to listen to the gender theory extremists. Merely saying, yes, everybody should choose their own pronoun because it has nothing to do with their physical sex is admitting they're right. Uh, But I would
3: state it again that the Republicans are like are going to take the House and then likely to take the Senate. So if that ends up being the result, that doesn't necessarily mean that was a rejection of the whole wokeism. I hope I hope it was. And I hope that we find out cycle after cycle. But I remember when Obama got rejected and Clinton got rejected and, and it didn't turn out that way.
2: Yeah, well, I would say if it isn't a significant red wave, that speaks to, A, the weakness of uh, quite a few of the candidates on the Republican side, uh, and, B, the fact that Trump can still successfully gin up the Democratic Party and give them more victories than they would have had otherwise.
3: The average sense FDR is you pick up twenty eight House seats and I think four senators. So anything short of
2: that is a below average result. It just Hmm. factually is. So maybe it's time for a reckoning on both sides. Exactly. We know it is. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeah. There are seven Senate races that are within the margin of error. So which direction that goes, who knows? And polling is so bad right now. If you miss an hour of the show, you can always get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and
0: conditions. 18 plus.
1: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women, Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information